So St. Elizabeth teaches us three things from the gospel today. First is that joy is a gift from God. We cannot work for it, and we cannot force it. We see this in the gospel when John the Baptist leapt in Elizabeth's womb as Elizabeth heard Mary's voice. The second thing we learn is that joy comes from recognizing the presence of God even when he is unseen or hidden. Elizabeth says, why has it happened that the mother of my Lord comes to me? Elizabeth did not know that Mary was carrying Jesus in her womb, and yet by the, by the Holy Spirit, she was filled to exclaim with joy. The third is that joy is seen in faith or trust in God. Elizabeth told Mary, blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. Joy leads us to allow God to work in our lives. A lot of us Filipinos, we have left family, friends, home to look for a better life for ourselves and for our loved ones. Undoubtedly, there were and are and will be times of loneliness, of weakness, of sadness. But what gets us through is our faith in God. And this is something that we must nurture and not allow to die. Perhaps one scripture passage that describes the Filipino spirit is in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The Filipino has an instinct to recognize God in the midst of suffering. And deep within the Pinoy spirit is the joy coming from the Lord. This is why even if our houses are destroyed due to typhoons or earthquakes, or death surrounds us, or even when our house is flooded, we can smile and we can laugh, not because we are crazy, but because the joy of the Lord gives us strength in the disasters that happen in our lives. Yes, we weep in, dis in disasters and loss, but the joy of the Lord overpowers and conquers our grief. It allows us to go beyond our grief and look at what is more important in our life, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Filipino has acquired this instinct to recognize the gift of joy of the Lord and grabbing it tightly from our devotions that show obedience to God. And I can right now think of three things, three devotions. First is the devotion to the Santo Nino, the child Jesus, which shows our faith in the Savior who is described in the second reading as the one who came to do the will of the Father, not by offering sacrifice 
or burnt offering of animals, but offering himself, taking on flesh, being born as a human being. We have learned that this baby is God in the flesh, who the first reading says, shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord. God made man equals God is with us. We know he will feed us according to the strength of the Lord. We know that God will never abandon us. God may not help us or answer our prayers according to our expectations, but we know that God is moving in our lives. The second devotion is the various devotions to our Blessed Mother. We see, this, we see this in almost every barrio in the Philippines. This probably explains the prominent role of the matriarch in society. Kaya napapansin natin ang ating mga ina ang minsan mas malakas ang influencia sa pamilya. We have learned from our Blessed Mother to trust in God and to allow the Mighty One to do great things for us, not because of who we are, not because of what we accomplished, but because God is holy. We have also learned to love her son and to trust him. One of the uh, devotions that we have is the Ina ng Laging Saklolo, or our Mother of Perpetual Help, or literally, the mother always helping. Our mother is always there, and when she is there, Jesus is there to help. The last devotion is to the suffering Jesus, the most popular of which is Nuestra Señor, Nuestros Padre Nazareno, where more than one million men process the streets of Manila every year on July 9th to honor the patron. This focus on the suffering Jesus Nazareno teaches us that the Son of God took on flesh and suffers for us and shares his sufferings with us. The Filipino instinct teaches us that he will never abandon us and makes real what the psalm today says. Restore us, O God, let your face shine on us, that we may be saved. Filipinos even have a term for that. Bahala na ang Diyos. Or for non-Filipinos, this can be loosely translated as whatever God wills. While this is often an excuse for recklessness and sometimes laziness, it encapsulates the Filipinos' trust in God's power and control over any situation we face. In God's love, desire for our good, in God's solidarity, in our suffering. Kasama natin ang Panginoon Diyos ang Jesus Nazareno sa lahat ng paghihirap ng buhay. When I was ordained three years ago, 
the bishop assigned me to minister to seafarers. More than half of the seafarers in the world are Filipinos. And one thing I realized from this ministry is that literally in every square mile of the world, even in water, there is a Filipino. Not only in land, but in the seas. Filipinos, God allowed our exodus from our country and literally spread out in every square mile of the earth because he sees that the world thirsts for the joy of the Lord. The world thirsts for the joy that God gives. And this is our mission from God. He sent us to teach those and to show those and to share with those who do not know the joy of the Lord, how to recognize and grab the joy of the Lord that will give them strength. This is our reason for being here in Canada. The better life, the prosperous life, that is a bonus. But our mission here in Canada is to proclaim the good news that Jesus Christ is with us in our sufferings. And it is to share with those who do not know Jesus Christ. And perhaps I would like to plug sa mga binata dito for young unmarried men. Maybe the Lord is touching your heart, tugging your heart, calling you to serve Him. Step out in faith. Step out in faith. I believe every single young man must discern whether God is calling them to enter the seminary or not. Sa dami-dami nating Pilipino dito, hindi ako makapaniwala na kahit isang binata walang tinawag ang Diyos na maglingkod sa kanya bilang pari. So young men, young unmarried men, pray over it. Discern if God is calling you to the priesthood. Six more days before Christmas, before the Word of God is fully seen. And I wish I can tell you that your suffering will end in Christmas with the coming or with the revelation of the Lord. But we know sufferings will not end because just because God has shown himself. What we know is the appearance of Jesus signifies the beginning of our life of victory. He is here to lead us through our miseries in life. He is here to lead us into the life that his Father has planned for us. Our life today may be terrible. Life may be sad. Life may not make sense. But we know this. 
God is good all the time. And all the time, to the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all time and now and for all eternity. Amen.